Welcome to the segment where I review movies, past and present, examining them from a variety of perspectives, including the subjective, psychological, and personal. Informative and occasionally funny, this is Loganland Rants. Welcome to Loganland Rants. Today we're talking about the 1957 film, The Seventh Seal. It's a Swedish film, in case you guys didn't know. I mean, it's generally considered by critics to be one of the greatest films of all time. I mean, not all critics. Like, it's one of those movies, sort of like Citizen Kane, that's often categorized, you know, as one of the best. Like, I think talk calling it the actual best is a little reductive. It just means it's a really great movie. And I happen to agree with that sentiment. It's a Swedish film directed by Ingmar Bergman, who most uh, Calle de Cinema critics, uh, I believe, have revered. Or... Actually, that's not really true. A lot of critics revere Ingmar Bergman. They view him as a great auteur in Swedish film cinema. And pretty much all countries in the world have had their own version of cinema, so keep that in mind. But uh, it's taught in film schools pretty much everywhere, and there's good reason for that. Uh, If you're not familiar with The Seventh Seal, you're probably at least familiar with imagery used in the movie. Like an iconic scene of a knight having a chess game with the personification of death. That's been parodied so many times. Like the whole chess game with death thing is kind of metaphorical and allegorical, but it takes place during the Black Death, and Silence of God is a pretty important theme in the movie that some people have noted. Some people way smarter than me. But yeah, the chess game with death is like this... I'd say it's the backbone of the movie. It's not the only thing that happens in the movie, but it's uh, the... I'd call it the crux. And uh, the seventh seal name, in fact, refers to a Bible verse from the book of Revelation that I'm not going to recite here because I don't know it verbatim. But that's where the title comes from. And it's obviously achieved classic status for a good reason. You know, it's really well-told story, well-made story, too, especially for the late 50s, or I guess mid-50s, depending on if you classify uh, 1957 as the later mid-50s. But uh, also one thing that has to be addressed, and some things other people have noted way smarter than me before, I know I've said that a lot, there are creative anachronisms of medieval Sweden, like apparently the... Crusades took place way before the time period depicted in the film. But all that said, uh, most people ignore the historical accuracies for a pretty good reason. A lot of it is, like I said, pretty metaphorical and allegorical. Which, allegory is like, you know, I'll have to look up the actual definition. Let me check my phone. Allegory. I never thought you, you listeners, would hear a story, poem, or picture that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, typically a moral or political one. Thanks, phone. But uh, yeah, a lot of people view the historical anachronisms as not really important because it's not the point of the movie. Like it's an allegory, which you know makes sense. Like the chess game with death doesn't have to be purely literal. And I think that's something people way smarter than me have pointed out. I know I say that a lot, but even though people often look to me with my film knowledge, 
uh, and have many times in circumstance, I don't consider myself an expert. I really don't. Like, there's still a lot that I have to learn and a lot I need to learn. So, honestly, if anyone's listening who views me as a sort of film authority, don't. Please don't. Like, just because I'm talking about The Seventh Seal and I like it does not make me smarter than you. Come on. But, uh, yeah, it's taught in film schools for a good reason, anyway. And I think that a lot of people have problems with film schools, but I'm not one of those people. Like, I think they definitely teach you a lot of good theories and ways of thinking that were very prevalent in the old days of Hollywood. Although, or old days of Swedish cinema in cases like this. But I think it's important to note that it won't always apply to your situation in a especially changing film landscape. But that's all I got for you. I'll see you next week with another podcast. Bye.